Hello and welcome to Simple Self-Care by Naturally Randy Kay. This is a podcast dedicated to simplifying the healing journey by aligning your self-care practices with your own inner wisdom and the natural cycles outside and within. Though self-care has become quite the buzzword, it's actually a vital tool that can fit beautifully into your everyday life. Join me as we explore how to create a deep and meaningful relationship with ourself naturally, intentionally, and simply. Hello, friends, and welcome to the last episode of season six. Uh, We made it. Well, more like I made it and delivered the season to you before going into labor. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But yeah, that could seriously be any day now, which is a very interesting waiting game. But I'm happy to be here with you now, wrapping up this season for you. And what a season it has been. If you haven't been tuning in, I highly recommend going back and checking out all of the episodes from the past few months. I feel so lucky that I got to hang out with some pretty incredible people and talk about important issues and get their guidance and wisdom from women's health to mental health, to following your own inner wisdom, to trusting and befriending your pain, to intentional habits, to autumn and herbal self-care, to dealing with tough transitions. (sighs) We covered a lot of ground. It's good. And today I want to wrap things up on a more personal note by sharing some important things I've learned over the past nine months of being pregnant during a pandemic. I've been getting some requests to talk more about pregnancy, and I have some great professionals on the matter lined up for next season to address it more in depth. But since I have learned a thing or two myself over the past few months of going through it, I figured I would share some things that you might find helpful. Now, I realize that most people listening to this are not currently pregnant. So while I have learned these things because of my pregnancy, my goal is to share them with you in a way that can be applied to your own life. But if you are pregnant or will be sometime in the future, I think you will get an added layer of value to it. And if time and mental bandwidth permits, I will be posting some blog posts on more pregnancy-specific things, including how to build a maternity wardrobe and some items I found useful to have and some other practical fun stuff. So I'll be posting those on social media and putting links to that in the show notes of this episode as well. But for the sake of this episode, we are keeping things more general. And before I get started... If you are listening to this the week that it comes out, I am celebrating the season of the podcast with doing a little giveaway of some of my favorite books from past podcast guests. And the giveaway is still open for entries until the end of the day on Sunday, the 8th of November. And the books include White Hot Truth by Danielle Laporte, Do Less by Kate Northrup, Own Yourself and Mind of Your Own by Kelly Brogan from this season, The Herbal Kitchen from last week's guest, Cammie McBride, and I'm also giving away a $25 gift card to thriftbook.com to order your choice of book because 
why not? <laughs> so to enter, simply leave a positive podcast review and rating on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of it or tell me your username. You can email me at naturallyrandyk.com slash contact or DM me or leave a comment on my Instagram post about it and naturallyrandyk. And I'm doing this because rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts is one of the best things you can do to help a podcast be successful and get discovered. So by you taking a few minutes to do so, it makes a huge difference. And right now when you do it, you get a chance to get a book care package from me. So it's a win-win really, and I really appreciate it. So the link to the podcast on Apple podcast is in the show notes, but you can also head there on your app or your iPhone or on your desktop and just search simple self-care and you'll find it. And bonus entries. If you follow me on Instagram, share the post on your own feed or Instagram story, just be sure to tag me. So I see it at naturally Randy K. Okay. Thank you so much in advance for participating and I'm really looking forward to reading your entries and hearing how the podcast has helped you. All righty, let's get back to the life lessons. All right. All right. Now I want to start off by acknowledging some privilege here. I feel very grateful to have had a very low key, healthy pregnancy and we'll see how birthing goes, <laughs> but so far so good. And I feel very grateful that even though there are record numbers happening with COVID right now in North Dakota, I've been able to stay in my safety bubble and have had options and solutions available to me to make it through this time without some of the hardships that others are going through. And it has still been a challenging and life altering time in my little world, but I do recognize that I have a lot of things on my side that have allowed me to get through it and have privileges that others don't that grant me access to these things. But the lessons that I'm sharing today, like I said before, can be applied to many different situations and can improve your life no matter how this time is going for you. So I share these things with all of that in mind and from a space of love and compassion. Okay, so I've got five main lessons for you. Starting with number one, the labels you've given yourself don't make you who you are. So I found out I was pregnant the day after I had to close down my healing studio. Our state was just starting their lockdown and my non-essential business with quite a bit of overhead had to close its doors for the unforeseeable future, which was weird and devastating in its own way. And then the very next morning, I found out I was pregnant, which we were definitely excited about, but the timing was interesting. <laughs> and within 24 hours, I was an unemployed pregnant lady with no idea what to do with myself. So all of a sudden I went from being a successful business owner in charge of a vibrant community of healers and patrons that tangibly made a difference every day by improving people's quality of life to trying to figure out unemployment and all of the government support options and dealing with first trimester nausea and exhaustion and feeling successful if I showered or tidied up the house. And then there was the general anxiety and worry of the unknown sprinkled on top of all of that. And I didn't realize how much validation I got from my work and my role in the community until I couldn't do it anymore. And I didn't realize how much of my self-worth I had wrapped up in my career. 
For the first time, I was jealous of my husband and friends who still got to work every day and bring home a steady paycheck, and I didn't anticipate having so much baggage around motherhood and primarily caring for the home and taking on that role and what that would change for me. And let's just say there was a lot of unexpected feels, and it really messed with my sense of self-worth, my identity, and my ego. Now, this was my version of these feelings, but from what I gather from talking to others is that a lot of us have had to pivot and redefine our roles and responsibilities. You've had to change jobs or quit your job to homeschool your kids or all of a sudden have to do it all. And many of you have had to move or you went through a divorce or a big breakup or even moved in with family or gotten married because of pandemic situations. To say there has been a lot of change is an understatement. And feeling that sense of self and purpose has become a bit murky for many of us. But guess what? Who we were before the pandemic hit and who we are now hasn't changed. We are still us. It's how we show up in the world that has changed. Just because you can't show up how you always have, or you have to take on tasks that are below your pay grade, or you have had to move back in with your parents or whatever, it doesn't make you a failure or take away from your worth. You just get to contribute differently and in a way that serves the current situation. For me, I'm not showing up for groups of people and making a difference on the scale that I'm used to, but I am growing a human being. And caring for a home that has been incredibly neglected due to tending to a brick and mortar business for so long. And I'm building a new foundation for my family and my life moving forward, which is pretty darn cool and significant. I just have to let myself see it that way. So like I said before, the labels you have given yourself or that have been given to you may have changed, but they aren't who you are at your core. They are not what make you worthy or valuable. It's the continual act of showing up when and how it is needed that builds who you are on a deep level. Okay, lesson number two, give yourself time to mourn. Along with the shifting of personal identities and values, there have been a lot of things we were all looking forward to that got postponed or canceled altogether. As a first-time pregnant gal, there were a lot of things I had envisioned for how this time would go for me. From the superficial, cute public outings and summer gatherings and cute dresses to show off my baby bump, to the more significant being able to have my husband with me for the first time of hearing the baby's heartbeat. Then there's the practical stuff of being able to shop and research in person for baby items without fearing for my life and not feeling comfortable with friends and family coming over to visit or help me prepare. And now with the increase of cases and it being so close to my due date, I've had to be even more isolated and paranoid about something happening to compromise the health of my pregnancy. Summer traditions were lost or significantly modified. Things I had always looked forward to about this season of life never came to be. And with the holidays coming up with a newborn, there are gatherings and even more traditions that will have to be skipped over this year. So there's the morning of the things we've had to let go of in real time. And then there's the morning of an unexpected future that will never come to pass. But the good news is that it's actually okay. For the most part, These events and situations and traditions not happening, at least for now, 
are okay. It will be okay that they aren't happening. And we get to make space for something else to happen. Something unexpected that could actually become a different, more meaningful tradition or experience. Or maybe the lack of it will make you realize that you really don't need it ever again, or it will confirm how meaningful it is. There are so many wonderful things to find in the empty spaces, if we dare to explore them. And it's also okay to continue to mourn and to grieve, especially if you have been through some pretty devastating things. There is no timeline or instruction manual for the mourning process. It comes in waves and it comes in weird and unexpected ways. So let yourself feel the feels and allow them to pass through you without judgment, without shame, without a timeline. And it might surprise you at how therapeutic that can be. One thing I did with one of my coaching clients is to create a ritual or some sort of symbolic act to honor the loss of a future that never came to be. A simple practice she could do when she needed to. And that became part of her self-care routine and it really helped. So take a moment to acknowledge what exactly you are grieving, let it be okay, and find ways to honor it and trust that something good will fill that empty space. Lesson number three, honor your rhythms, no matter how weird they may seem. So I talk and teach a lot about aligning our lifestyles with our natural rhythms and the cycles and seasons of nature. And it is great and super powerful when all of these rhythms align. But right now in my body, there is its own thing happening that feels completely out of my control. And this being I'm creating has its own agenda and rhythm that it's grooving to. And at first I found it completely frustrating. (laughs) I could never predict how my day was going to go and if I would have energy, if I'd be drained, if I would even feel like eating, or if I would need to eat all the food right now, if I would be able to sleep at night, or if I could sneak in a nap somewhere during my day. And I fought against my body a lot for a while. And then I just, I got tired of trying and I started realizing that there was a wisdom going on within me that was and still is beyond my comprehension. And that when I was able to stay present and honor how I was feeling, I actually felt so much better and I got more done, my mood was better, and my body felt healthier. There have been many nights where I've worked on this podcast during the wee hours of the morning because that's when my body was feeling productive. And I think my work turned out better because of it instead of slogging through a tired afternoon. I have days where I'm a bit neurotic with house projects and getting things done, and I've learned to just let them happen because chances are the next day my body will need to be doing something completely different. And I've had to trust the fact that I haven't been able to work at my usual pace. Because of COVID and some intense pelvic pain, I've had to stop seeing my bodywork clients a lot earlier than I had planned, and I didn't see clients the whole time during lockdown. And while that was extremely frustrating and tough financially, I have had to trust that there was wisdom to that too. And I have a sneaking suspicion that I wouldn't have had as healthy of a pregnancy if I had been able to work at my usual pace. With our schedules and responsibilities being altered and that new normal being established, you may find that your tried and true routine is not serving you right now. In fact, having a stronghold on it might actually be contributing to your stress. So 
I invite you to experiment with an entirely different way of doing things, or even just switching up a few things that could go more along the grain of your life right now. Trust the wisdom in your body. Trust that there are things happening within that could be serving you beyond your comprehension, that there are things that you are needing that don't make sense to you and experiment with having a quirkier rhythm for a bit. It could serve you better for this period of time. Lesson number four, love up on your body. Yes, now is not the time for insecurities and harsh judgments. So I'm just going to come out and say it. I am absolutely in love with my pregnant body. For the first time in my life, I think my body is the coolest thing and I am in awe of what it is doing. For the first time ever, I wasn't insecure in a swimsuit over the summer. If anything, it was fun to let my baby bump and my other new bumps and curves (laughs) be let out into the world with confidence and pride. Now, I've definitely had my moments when I'd catch myself in the mirror and not really recognize my body that I saw or started retaining more fluid or that time I acquired some maternity clothes from a friend and realized that they didn't fit me. <laughs> oh, when maternity clothes don't fit you, it's very humbling. And the body changes that come with pregnancy can seriously mess with you. But I had made a choice early on that those thoughts were ridiculous because I was taking good care of myself. And again, there's wisdom going on with my body that I can't understand. So however I look is however I look. And my self-care practices right now include lovingly massaging and moisturizing my skin and admiring all that my body is doing. And when I do that, there is no space for negative self-talk. And it's actually been a life-changing thing for my long-standing body issues. So no matter your circumstances right now, your body is going through a lot and it's getting you through a lot right now. It is adjusting and desperately trying to process all of the things. So stop and think about all that your body is getting you through and what you are able to do in a day and what it continues to power through despite how you are treating and communicating with it. Now is not the time to be so hard on yourself. Now is the time to love up on your body and admire how incredible it is for your getting you through this time. Establish some self-care practices that allow you to pause and express gratitude towards yourself and let go of your expectations of how you think you should look or how it should be right now. Focus on nourishing your body, on treating it well and staying healthy, and then trust that it's going to look how it's going to look right now and you're beautiful and amazing. Okay? All right. And finally, lesson number five. Set up boundaries so you can let the love in. As a recovering people pleaser, it has always been very hard for me to set up proper boundaries. And when I would decide on some, it was like debilitating to express them to others and to stand up for them. But now that I can harness my people pleasing ways towards a growing baby that is 100% dependent on my well being, I have been able to use my mama bear energy towards creating healthy boundaries with how I use my energy and the people and things that I surround myself with, especially with COVID lurking around and there being very 
dangerous risks to myself and my baby if I catch it. And what I've learned from setting these boundaries and moving through those difficult moments of needing to say no to loved ones or ask people to honor my preferences for things that it actually creates an opportunity to receive more love. I don't really know how to explain it or why that is, but I think it has to do with the fact that there is a mutual exchange of consideration and compassion that has to happen when boundaries are set. When I've been very clear with my needs, the people that want to show up for me right now and be a part of this time of my life know exactly how they can. And they feel like what they are doing really means something. And I get to fully receive their love and vice versa. I hate the feeling of trying to do something nice for someone and it falling flat. But when I know exactly where they stand on things and how I can show up, I get to do it in a more fulfilling way. So during a time when people have varying levels and opinions of what they and their family need to be healthy and safe, it's the perfect time to practice standing up for your boundaries working through the awkward conversations to create a more fulfilling dynamic. And if people don't honor your needs or you can't honor someone else's, that is really good information about where you are with your relationship and if it's worth being a part of your life. Boundaries are like a trail guide to happiness, and it allows you to create the community and support that you are actually needing right now. Okay, those are my top five, and I have... Many more lessons that I could ramble on about that we don't really have time for in one sitting. So (laughs) instead, I'll just bullet point, nutshell version, some other things to consider right now. All right, so here we go. Trust the timing of things. The things worth being in your life have their own timeline. Trust it. Let yourself indulge in some things that will make you feel more comfortable and cared for. Pregnant ladies, Please just get the oversized pregnancy pillow, some maternity pajamas and underwear, some belly massage oil, and let yourself snack throughout the day. Those things I couldn't justify, but then I caved and I was very grateful. (laughs) So any extra comfort you can give yourself right now will go a long way. Stay in community. You need them and they need you, even if it has to look differently than what you are used to or what you want You still need people, you still need meaningful connection, and we all need to keep showing up for each other. Fuel yourself in healthy and loving ways and find ways to move and exercise every day with no expectations, just for the love of taking care of yourself. And if you don't, your body will start to communicate very strongly with you that it needs some more TLC. Self-care is not selfish. It is what you need to do so you can properly care for everyone else. Yes. And last but not least, let yourself feel joy. What's the point of going through hard times if there isn't some joy that can come from it? Let yourself have fun, be silly, and notice the good things that are happening around you. (sighs) Okay, my friends. That is enough for now. (laughs) And that is where I will leave you for now. This is where we will part ways for a few months while I do my best to practice what I preach and stay present for this new phase of my life. And if I do come up for air and social interaction (laughs) during maternity leave, it will probably be on Instagram and with my newsletter, The Simple Letters. So please join me on Instagram 
at NaturallyRandyK, or you can sign up for my newsletter at NaturallyRandyK.com slash newsletter. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen, so you will know when we resume after the new year. And if you are listening to this while I'm away, help yourself to the past podcast episodes in the meantime. If you can believe it, I've recorded over 80 episodes at this point, so there's a lot to keep you busy and to revisit. And thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. Thank you for reaching out to me and letting me connect with you on a more personal level. And thank you for sharing and promoting the podcast with your own communities. That means so much, and it makes it possible for this podcast to continue on. And if you are listening to this before Sunday, November 8th, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts for a chance to win some amazing books from my podcast friends. Just be sure to send me a screenshot or your username so I know how to contact you if you win. Okay, that's it. I love you. Be well. Take good care of yourself during the holidays. And I'll see you next year. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Randy Kay, a holistic health practitioner and educator that has been helping people heal through body work, therapeutic yoga, and self-care coaching for over a decade. My mission is to help people simplify the healing journey by amplifying their own inner wisdom and teaching seasonal self-care practices. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, or post it on social media. And if you do that, please tag me so I can see it and connect with you that way at Naturally Randy K. You can also commune with me via email if you sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter, The Simple Letters. You can sign up at naturallyrandyk.com slash newsletter. That's naturally, R-A-N-D-I-K-A-Y dot com slash newsletter. And hearing from you in some way totally makes my life and I always make sure to personally respond. And be sure to join me next time as the self-care conversation continues. Until we meet again, take good care and enjoy the journey.